listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. I think now would be a time for us to do the Mark Rock Trivia. This is where uh, Mark tries to reclaim some of his dominance in uh, in what he does, trying to prove he's qualified for this job because he hasn't done so well all the time with regard to being tested against people who would be considered beneath him. Peons. Morons. Wow. Just say it. Wow. Just say it. I think I'm, I've been, I've been on a roll lately. I'm like the sons of this game right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody that nobody expected to be any good at it, but are surprising, but it will eventually disappoint us in the end. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm just going full Phoenix again. So here come five right. questions. Okay. And uh, I've already spoken to a Mark and Paul listener who gave me her answers to the questions. Okay. Whomever gets more correct will be declared the victor. So it's me against the dame, huh? Yep, you All against right. the broad. All right. If you will. Question number one, the Who's classic album Tommy was both a rock opera and a movie. Who played Tommy in the film version? Was it Roger Daltrey, Keith Moon, Elton John, or Eric Clapton? I think that's Roger Daltrey. Okay, question number two. Which Chuck Berry song was covered by both the Beatles and the Beach Boys? Rock and Roll Music, Johnny B. Good, Sweet Little Sixteen, or Maybelline? It's Rock and Roll Music. The Beach Boys have the most annoying version in the world. The Beatles version is phenomenal. Okay, question number three. What year was the first Aerosmith album released? 1973, 1971, or 1972? Boy, uh... All right. Let's see how our listener has done. This is a uh, this, song. It, it is a funny song. So are you ready to see how our listener did? Yes. How you matched up against yes. her? Here we go. Question number one. The Who's classic album Tommy was both a rock opera and a movie. Who played Tommy in the movie? Was it Roger Daltrey, Keith Moon, Elton John, or Eric Clapton? Oh, seriously. Um, I'm going to say, let's say uh, Roger Daltrey. All right. Question number two. Which Chuck Berry song was covered by both the Beatles and the Beach Boys? Was it rock and roll music, Johnny B. Good, Sweet Little Sixteen, or Maybelline? Um, the Beatles and the Beach Boys? The Beatles and the Beach Boys. Um, Sweet Little Sixteen. Okay, question number three. What year was the first Aerosmith album released? 1903, 1971, or 1972? Uh, um, what was the earliest one you said? 1971. I'll say 71. Question number four. What is Paul McCartney's middle name? Is it Paul, James, or Robert? James. Question number five. Who sings Run Runaway? Slade, Bon Jovi, or Del Shannon? Run Runaway? Yep. Del Shannon. All right. I've got your answers. We'll match them against Mark as soon as he comes in. And so, Mark went 
Well, I think I went five for five. You did I? go five yeah. for five. The answers are the Who's Classic album Tommy was a rock opera and a movie. Roger Daltrey played Tommy in the movie. The Chuck Berry song Rock and Roll Music was covered by both the Beatles and the Beach Boys, although the Beach Boys were sued because Surfing USA was appropriated by Sweet Little 16. They were, they were, they were, everybody thought that the Beach Boys were ripping like it off, so there was yeah. a lawsuit involved yeah. there. 1973, the first album from Aerosmith came out. Paul McCartney's actual real name is James Paul McCartney, yeah. so his middle name is actually Paul. And Run Runaway is done by Slade, although Bon Jovi does a song called Runaway, and Del Shannon does a song called Runaway, Runaway. Yep. which fits into our thing that we were talking about earlier. And we missed it. And two different songs that were done by the same, you know, yep. two different songs titled the same, done by different artists. All right, so... Thank you to that nice lady for checking in. Yeah, she was uh, she was obliterated on that, and she was not happy about it. She goes, you know, the other day when I was doing this, I was just rattling them off. I'm like that's kind of why we play the game. Yep. KSLX. You know, we're talking about uh, these songs that are two totally different songs that have the same title, but mm-hmm. they're different songs. Def Leppard, Rocket, and then a band called Smashing Pumpkins with a song called Rocket. You know, and I'm not a big pumpkin head Nor am I, nor am I, but I remember that song because okay. I, I used to play it when I worked for a headbanging station. And what was the one we got? Money by Pink Floyd and Money, of course, by the Beatles. By the Beatles, which also, there and was also a version of that by the Flying Lizards, but it was a different, it was the same version of, it was like a punk version of the yeah. one that the Beatles well, did. The Beatles song Money is an old R&B it's song. It's been R&B done song, by yeah. a zillion people. Yeah. But, uh, and the one I was thinking of was uh, Pink Floyd, Mother. Uh... And somebody else did uh, Danzig. Danzig did Mother. See, yeah, I'm not and, familiar and, with and, that and there's one, another but. one called Mother by Extreme. <laughs> okay, it's just the same. It's nice. Mother, but it's but it's said you know spelled differently. You know one that's Seth not spelled the same. One that's not all that familiar is an early Joe Walsh solo called Turn to Stone, and then Yellow turned to Stone. Yellow had a Turn to Stone. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but we got we got this reminder numerous times. Okay, in the last five minutes. Um, you guys forgot about the Little River Band's version of Lady. It was one of those mushy couple skate songs from the early eighties. Yeah, we yeah. apologize to the Little River Band. We forgot them along with Kenny Rogers and Sticks and their songs, Lady. All different songs. In fact, we apologize to the entire nation of Australia for forgetting the Little River Band. Yes. And and who could forget the Little River Band? We could forget the Little River Band. <laughs> I think we could all forget the Little River Band. Yeah. I'm just, I speak you, for everyone ooh, right now. Okay. One that was not mentioned, what? Which, which goes for a triple here, which is Heartbreaker. We have Pat Benatar. Yeah. We, of course, have Led Zeppelin. And then why, and then Dionne Warwick. Why do you, you have, have to be a heartbreaker? We'd like to apologize to the nation of Australia for that as well. That's right, because yeah. that song was written by Andy Gibb, uh, or excuse me, Barry Gibb. Heartbreaker. Who, uh, obviously has long history in Australia. Oh, one more. Numerous people uh, sent this in. Post it. There's a post, actually, on the Mark and the Interpol Facebook page if you want to contribute some more. Yeah. Dreams by Van Halen. And Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one for you. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, look, it's, we could do this all day long. This is kind of a fun thing to do. So, again, uh, this is why marijuana was legalized here in the Valley. <laughs> and this is what you do when you, when you take care of recreational marijuana. KSLX. I can't think of any other songs named Night Moves. 
Uh, I can't think right now. Yeah, I'm so sure. Could, I'm but, sure there's one. Here's the thing: they got to be big songs. Like, yeah, that's, like I, yeah can, okay. I can certainly come up yeah. with. I can come up with one from some stupid obscure hair band right. from back in the day or whatever it is. Absolutely. You know, what you I, mean? know I, I was just thinking of like the song "Don't Let Me Down" by the Beatles, which was like a B side. I think it was a B side of "Hey Jude," if I'm not mistaken. But right. Bad Company also has a song called Don't Let Me Down. They're similar, but what we're looking for is two big songs, same title, different songs, not a cover version. All right, here I'll go. I'll go obscure for you. Okay. The band Overkill from New Jersey. And the song uh, has a song called Overkill, and then Motorhead has a song called Overkill. See, that's obscure. Yeah, that's, that's when you're. Right. That's when you. I mean, you can do that. I'm sure you can do that all day long and find two bands that have okay. two different songs with the same title. But we're talking about some some people that are, know. People that you would know. know. Okay, go ahead. How about the song Lady? Oh sure. Oh, you got Sticks, yeah. and you've also got Lionel Richie. Well, it was, Kenny Rogers, think, and then Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Kenny Rogers did Lionel Richie's song, but that's a completely different one from the Sticks song. Yes, totally. Well done. Nice job. Are you a Sticks head or a Kenny Rogers head? <laughs> Sticks. Thank you for calling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here you go. Ready? Lady, when you're with me, I'm smiling. That's Lady. All right, that's Lady from Sticks, and then you've got uh, Lady from Kenny Rogers. Lady. You know what's weird? He didn't, I just, he didn't clear his throat before he started singing? Yes, that sounds gross. <laughs> uh, you know what's weird? I just noticed this. Ready? Check this out. Okay. All right. Wait for the beginning. As it's, I gotta wait for it to queue up. Here you go. <laughs> All right. That sticks. That, that sticks is lady. Kenny Rogers, lady. I mean, just sort of the well. The, the certainly piano, the atmosphere is the very same similar. atmosphere. Yeah. 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 I mean, that just that just dawned yeah. on me. Now I think that is a Lionel Richie composition. If it, I'm not mistaken, it might be Commodores. You may, maybe, yeah. May which even, Lionel Richie even, probably yeah. wrote since he was in the in the yeah. Commodores? It may even go all the way back to Commodores. Okay, how about here's one different eras, but uh, ELO, "Don't Bring Me Down," right? And the Animals, remember, "Don't Bring Me Down." Okay, all, all right, baby. I'll give you one. Yeah, how about uh, "Shout"? You know, you make me wanna shout. Oh, sure. Yeah, and shout from Tears for Fears. Oh, shout, shout, shout let it, let yeah. it all uh, One from Metallica. One from U two. Uh, one from Three Dog Night. All right. So we so got a triple there. Joker, Joker. Joker and a triple. Uh, how about this one? Here's one for you. Uh, this will be good. Oh, Tom Petty learning to fly. All right. Now, and, and what do we have here? Oh, that's, uh, that's Pink Floyd. Learning, learning to, to fly. fly. Two totally different songs. Now, what about I- the, oh no, Foo Fighters is Learn to Fly. Learn to Fly, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was pretty close. All right, I'm going to give you one that's going <laughs> to, go ahead. <laughs> this is the worst one ever. Um, feel Like Making Love. I mean, you know, you, you know the, you bad, know the, bad company. You're right, you're right, yeah. What a great song. Oh, it's just so good. Bad Company. Why aren't they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That, is, right. A, that is right from the crotch, that yeah, song. It's, it's I mean, as it's good as it gets right there. attitude and... Straight up, that is the yep. epitome of what great hard rock sounds yeah. like right there, right? This, not so much. Ooh, oh, God, I remember this. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> not the same song, no, sir. No, sir. Not even close to being the same That's, song. Uh, is Roberta Flack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. How do we miss it? As long as we're getting into this world, Gloria. 
Singing Gloria, Gloria yeah, or G L O R I A. Gloria. Yeah, see, now we're down a, ra- a rabbit hole photograph. You've got uh, Def Leppard, oh. Ringo Starr, and Nickelback. Chris, Chris Yini uh, sent that one in. We, we posted this also. Um, Chris said, yeah, um, photograph. <laughs> who's the, he said, who's the first one? Def Leppard? And he Def goes, Leppard. And yuck, Nickelback. And Ringo Starr. And Ringo Starr, which was, I think, a George Harrison composition. All right. But I actually like that Nickelback song. Here, let's go to the other one. Fire. Jimi uh, Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Bruce Springsteen wrote a song called Fire that the Pointer Sisters did. Right. And? and many people did. And uh, there's Fire. Yeah, the crazy world of Arthur Brown plus Ohio, uh, Ohio Players. Oh yeah, fire! Yeah, all right. So, so, so now we got another triple there. All, all right, we're sudden, rolling yeah. now. Four eight zero four seven zero KSLX. This I'll, is. I bet somebody's got a song named "Foolin'" besides Def Leppard. Also, yeah, this is. There's a reason. Uh, yeah, isn't it? Uh, oh, that's no, cruising on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. That's completely different. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Van Halen from the album 1984. Mm-hmm. If you looked at a list of hit songs from the year 1984, you would see Jump on it, but you'd see it twice. At number one and number two. At Van Halen and the Pointer Sisters. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a Dif- unique situation. Different there. songs, though. Yeah, different songs, but they occupied the top two spots of the chart at the same time. Did, oh, I didn't know it was that tight. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that happened. That's so weird. Not to be confused. Now, I believe, the, wasn't the jump, wasn't it jump and then in parens for your love? For my, yeah, for, for my, my love, love for, for your, your love, love, yeah. Jump, jump in for, for my love. love. Yeah, I think it was in parens, though. But either way, I mean, it's, it's the same a, situation. It's a very odd situation. Yeah. But you it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. You know, I can think of, um, now the Eagles, let's see, On the Border was the album, 1974. All right. Best of My Love. You know, very nice, mellow, country mm-hmm. sort of ballad. Mm-hmm. And then a couple years later, there was like a soul group, not like kind of like the Pointer Sisters, but it was the emotions with, you get the best of my Yeah, the disco love. song, yeah. Uh-huh. How, yeah. About, how about All Night Long? Joe Walsh, All Night Long. Rainbow, All Night Long. Uh, yeah, Lionel Richie. All Night, all long. night long. So now we've got Joker. 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 And, and a triple. triple. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's one of those unusual situations. Yeah. All right. Hey, good morning. Hey, how about uh, Somebody to Love? Queen did that and uh, Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. That, you're right. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Thank you. Very nice job. Yep. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that Completely does... different songs. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, you, but, so, you know, obviously you get a cover version every now and again, like... The Beatles, um, a little help for my friends, and Joe Cocker's versions. Yeah. They're really completely different songs, you know, but they're right. the same song. So that wouldn't count. But if you could think of one, uh, I'd be curious if there were more of them because I'm sure there are. Well, I mean, I mean, there's completely an argu- different songs with the same title. There's an argument to be made that you shook me all night long is the old You Shook Me blues song. Which not, is sh- no. It's the same song. Not even close. But no, I'm saying it's sh- you sh- they're different. They're not the same song, but the sh- You Shook Me is You Shook Me All Night Long. The blues version oh, of it. Oh, yes, they do say You Shook Me All Night yeah, Long. Yeah, You yes. Shook Me All Night Long yeah. is, is one of the blues titles to that. I just think it was shortened to You Shook Me. Yes, the song title is You Shook Me, yeah, yeah. for the blues song. And they do say You Shook Me All Night Long in yeah. the blues song. Yeah, and two different songs, so we'll put that in as a, we'll put that in as a halfer. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, there's there. Yeah, because every time I've seen that listed, it's just "You Shook Me." Yeah, yeah, I just I've just seen old blues versions where it's on albums where it's listed as "You Shook Me" all night long. Yeah, which is you know I could see that. Yeah, which, yeah. again, it's kind of like you, you jump for my love. I think it's "You Shook Me" and then in parents all night long. 
because it's two for Tuesday, we have a pair of dumbasses of the day. Yeah, now this one happened just a few weeks ago in South Lake, Texas, near Dallas. Okay. Guy goes into an REI store and asks to check out a bicycle. So wanting to test ride the bike, the customer gets a helmet from the employee, and the employee gives him the bicycle. To, you know, they got a little test ride area there. The customer then rode the bike around the, the small test area, then out of the test area, then out of the front door, never to be seen again. Now you're saying, you know, but, you know what's the big deal? It's a bicycle, right? How much can it cost? You would think, yeah. It's well, a, bicycles can be expensive. Yeah, like the Cannondale Jekyll Carbon 129 model. Hell yeah. Retails for... About six grand. Six grand. Yep. <laughs> but don't worry. Don't worry. Store policy is to collect an ID from oh. the customer. Oh, know. well, that's good. So did he give you his, his the, own ID? Unless the employee doesn't follow store policy. Oh, no. <laughs> which is what happened in this instance. So until the customer is identified and arrested, we'll have the employee as one of our dumbasses today. The ex-employee? Uh, maybe. And we'll also have in Guilford County, North Carolina. Okay. Danny Rogers pulled into work. Are you my friend, Danny? Thursday afternoon, parked his SUV and went inside. When he came out again a little bit later, he found his SUV had been stolen. Oh, no. Yeah, Danny couldn't believe this. I can't believe this. I mean, sure, he had left it unlocked. Mm -hmm. Sure, he had left his keys in the ignition. Danny's an idiot. But for God's sakes, Danny is the Guilford County Sheriff. Oh, boy. And he pulled up to the station and went inside. And you know he's got good parking. Well, the world needs ditch diggers too, Danny. Of course, Danny's vehicle was very easy to find. You know, police SUVs usually stand out a bit. There's the electronic tracking, that sort of stuff. Do you think they have scamods? Yeah, of course they have scamods. State, county, municipal offender data systems. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't long before a female suspect was brought in. The SUV was found. But up until that point, it certainly could have been Danny who was our dumbass of the day. You would think so, sure. But instead, we will make it the female suspect who stole his SUV because you know that the police vehicles are going to be easy to track. And female driver. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. So female suspect and until the bicycle is found, we will make the REI employee or maybe ex-employee from our first story also a Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, I think those are two beautiful stories you just told. And the Dumbass of the Day is brought to you by Arrowhead. Harley-Davidson, you can check out the best prices, largest selection on pre-owned Harleys at arrowheadharley.com. We got into talking about hickeys because <laughs> Paul saw somebody at the grocery store yesterday with a pair of them. She was very, very, very proud of them. Like, way too proud. The contusion of love. Yeah, uh, hickey. I forget what the yeah it was. It was, a, it was your love bite. Yeah, I think it was what your right. mom would call it. Your mom yeah. would call it your love bite. So we said, you know, anybody out there listening who's had a hickey, Jesus, in the two thousands. Okay. Yeah, I've had a hickey in the twenty uh, first century. You have. When's now, the last time you had a? Hickey? Yeah. Uh, probably uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven. From right. who was it? Is, are you still with this person? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how old are you? I'm 30 now. Oh, so you were a teenager. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, man, that was, that was, uh, that was a sign you were getting. It. That was a good thing. That, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, was, that was your voucher, man. It was your badge of honor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was your purple badge of coolness. Oh, yeah. It was, like, it was the ultimate sign your friends like, yeah, 
I'm actually getting some. I'm not just making it up this time. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I'm just not. How do you make, how do you give yourself a hickey? But if I could do that, I'd never leave the house. Oh man! Got that an is, email. That is good. Got an email. A uh, uh, guy saw a girl next door with uh, hickeys, multiple hickeys, and thought she was being abused. And oh, so, he didn't know and, what they and, were. Uh, yeah, and didn't 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 re- uh, mm-hmm. didn't report it to the police. Reported it to his mom, who then reported it to her mom, and they had a conversation. And they, didn't, <laughs> they those two didn't talk very much after that. Oh, that's it funny. Was, but you know, hey, look, that was a good situation. Look, if you see somebody with bruises, um, yeah, you should express your concern. Well, see something, say you know, something. Yeah, of you course, know, yeah. you know, but you don't know what that is. You know, no. if you're a kid, I was just like she was. She was parading like like she was peacocking about it. Uh, somebody goes, "Wow, you had a good weekend." She goes, "Oh yeah, I'll tell you who it was. I'll give you three guesses who mm-hmm. it was. Four letters. One like she was like announcing it. I'm standing there at the self checkout thing, looking at going, honey, seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> Can I have your number? <laughs> <laughs> but it you was think so she was weird. Yeah, and again, it's it uh, to me, it's a. I mean, I'm not a father, but I'm thinking that's someone's daughter. When when is the What's the oldest you should be when you get a hickey? I mean, to me, sixteen. To me, your your age should have a one at the front. You know. Okay. And, all right. Know. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I think if you're out of high school, the hickey is is out of the game. Um, I think you do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say I, I didn't. I haven't done it to a girlfriend uh, recently as a joke. I'm not going to say I haven't done that. Right. And just because because she never had a hickey. I'm like, oh, you haven't. This is what they look like. The last <laughs> the last one I had was I. It was in college. Yeah, I was on the collegiate hickey. College, the college. Yeah. Where did collegiate hickey? Did you collegiate get, hickey? Yeah, yeah. Did you get your scholarship in that? Was Absolutely. That, was that something? Yes. You were about to go pro. <laughs> you know, if you get a hickey in college like that, you you lose your eligibility. <laughs> it's like a gift from a sports agent. All right. What about you? So I'm actually 39 years old, and my husband gives me gave me a hickey like a couple months ago because he's what he gets jealous. He gets jealous. So he's marking. Throw it off to people. He gets jealous if you what? Because he gets jealous. He, he gets jealous. He likes to show it off to people. Okay. So, so basically, he's he's marking his territory. Basically, that's what he's doing. Right. It, it puts okay. the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> All right. Whatever uh, works for you. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not uh, judging. Look, you're, you're adults and you're in a hickey yeah. thing. That's fine, I, right. I, I guess. If she is if she is consensual in the hickey giving and getting, sure. If that's, that's their business, it's, I guess right? it's a tattoo that washes off after about three weeks. Right. It is kind of yeah. It's, it's like kinda, a yeah. removable tattoo. Yeah, you can sign your name to somebody's arm, I guess. I don't know. Hey, we're in, we're in so, a good mood this morning. The sun's with a big win last night, and all right, I have a question. And, <laughs> I have a question for. I need a judgment on this one. All right. I, I might even I might even ask Guido on this. Um, so I'm, I'm at, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm at an, a, a retail outlet. I'm not going to say where I was. All right. uh, two coworkers are having a conversation. One is a guy. The other one is a girl in her, I'm going to say early to mid twenties. All right. Young woman. Right. Um, she's wearing a relatively revealed as you do when you're that age and you're, you're really excited about when you got it. And when you got it, you like to flaunt it. And flaunting is what I'd like to talk about here because she had two golf ball size hickeys on her neck. <laughs> Like imagine Frankenstein's nice. monster had the bolts removed on this, <laughs> and the That's bruising. That's what it would look like. It's yeah. the bruising. The bruising. Yeah. And they were golf ball size. Guido, you're the youngest yeah. of of the three of us. Um, I, I didn't just, know people still did it. I just want to say that.
that actually did happen to me. I dressed up as as Frankenstein's monster one year. I had the bolt on. Oh, did you? The the suction cup things. And did you get they hickeys? Were, they were giant welts by the time course, I took them yeah. off. Yeah, it's I like cupping. Spirit glue. Yeah, and it was it was red. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Uh, oh, that would happen. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I love you. I mean, yes. so, so let me ask you this question: um, At what point did walking around with two like throbbing purple lumps on your neck become a thing? Well, I, like a good thing. When you were, she a was t- proud of them. Hasn't yeah, it always you know been a thing? I it's mean, all, I, it's all. I didn't know people still did it that much, but I, when you're young, you do it. I mean, at a I, certain I, you know, age, it's a bad. Yeah. It's like your voucher. Yeah, I made out with somebody. Well, no, exactly. See, yeah. I, I'm going to pull the double standard <laughs> it's a card here. Yeah. I'm proof. Yeah. I'm, I'm pulling the double standard card here because when we were kids, if you were a guy, you absolutely, by the way, you hide your hickeys with a toothpaste. That's how you fade the hickey. I'm not sure you knew that. <laughs> Guys never hid their hickeys. No, you didn't. No, you absolutely no. didn't. I found that out from a girl, actually. If you want to hide that, you can put toothpaste on. I'm like, oh, I noticed you have some toothpaste on your neck. You know, I, that information is true. I read it in Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yes. yes, yes. That's where you find out all about hickeys. <laughs> so, I, uh, uh, so if you were a guy, and you had the purple welt, it was like, that's right, you were getting some action. But if you were a girl, you had hickeys, you were a whore. Well, back in the day, yeah, that, it you was, know what? That, that double standard did exist, uh, for sure. It, it did. still the same. And it's, it's not fair. You know, I, I don't know if that's still the same like anymore. Guys, I, guys can be considered sluts, and uh, and women can be considered players. Mighty progressive huh. of you over there. No, we I, don't. I, do, you, do you guys know what? Do you guys know what Tony Basil? Said when she woke up with a couple <laughs> oh, of hickeys. No. Did, do you know what she said? Oh no, that didn't happen. <laughs> Such a jerk. Hey hickey, what the heck? How'd you get there on my neck? Hey hickey. No. That's hey hickey. Said. No, no. It's a true story. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Would you hear that on the internet? I read it, it in Wikipedia. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess uh, if you're looking for the gift that keeps on giving, you know. looking for the perfect gift for that special someone. Something unique that they'll remember forever. Why not show the world you really care by giving the one you love a hickey? Yes, a hickey. Because nothing says I love you quite like a hickey. I remember my first hickey. I was so excited. It's all my friends could talk about for weeks. It's a gift for all occasions. Your special someone will love a hickey. It goes with just about anything. When I passed my driving test, my daddy gave me a deep purple hickey. It matched the upholstery in my first car. (laughs) I really miss my dad. No present is quite as versatile as a hickey. You can show it off to the world or just keep it between you and that special someone. I once got a hickey and nobody knew, but I did, and it made me smile every time I thought of it. I'm smiling right now. A hickey, the perfect gift for all occasions. Whether it's the holiday season, a birthday, or just to say, thanks for the cookies, Grandma. This year, stay away from mail-order catalogs, TV, shopping malls, and the Internet. And give the gift that's personal. Give a hickey. Because nothing says I love you quite like a hickey. I'm just saying. There you go. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Number is (laughs) 480-470-KSLEX. I would love to hear from somebody who has had a hickey. Since the year 2000. Has to be in this century. <laughs> I've not had one since the 1900s myself. I don't, I, don't, I don't even... If you've had a hickey recently, <laughs> give us a call. I would love to talk to somebody who's had hickey in the 2000s. I wish I had that girl's number because she's obviously got two big, deep purple ones. Yeah, she doesn't count. Very she's, proud she's, of them. She's, she's, already, she's, she's grandfathered out. She's flying them like the yeah. United Colors of Benetton over there. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're just talking TV themes because Clarence Williams III passed away, and he was Link Hayes from The Mod Squad, which had a great TV theme. Yeah. It's a great song, but yeah. we're wondering what you thought. A kick-ass TV theme? Starsky and Hutch. Starsky yep. and Hutch. Ooh. Yeah, you ain't lying. Everybody wanted a Grand Torino for a couple of years. Thank you. Hell yeah. All right. That, that, that. Yeah. Again, there's that, yeah. there's that funk. A little late, synthesizer there. Late 70s, right? Mid 70s. Mid 70s. Yeah. Okay, David Soul and Paul Michael Glazer. I'm going to guess 1975 or so. And, and remember that, that was a Ford Grand Torino, that red yeah. and white with the Zebra 3, I think, was the call sign. And let's not forget Antonio Fargus as, as Huggy, Huggy Bear, Bear the yeah. father of former Oakland Raider running back Justin Fargus, Justin right? Fargus, running yeah. back? Who was a yeah. pretty good, pretty good football yeah. player. It was funny because. Um, Remember, uh, Paul Michael Glazer, I think that was his name. Yeah. Um, he was Starsky. He had the kick-ass Zebra 3 um, Torino, and David Soul had the POS brown car, which we don't even know what it is. I think it was like a Chevy Caprice or something like I, that. Yes, but I believe it was inside of that car that he wrote, Don't Give Up on Us, Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, we can make it. <laughs> Let's get another one. What do you got? All right, sorry. Sanford and Son. Oh, that's the best yeah. one. It's the, that's the, to me, that is the king of all television themes. Yes. That's my vote. All right. That, that is a pretty cool... Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones wrote yeah, this. The Street Beater is what this song is called. It's an actual song. Um, Did they write it, it for the show, or was it around before that, I wonder? I don't know. I mean, it's it's it has a name, The Street Beater. Yeah. So I guess it, it had to be something just... It's not theme from Sanford and Son. This is fun. This is... Look... How many times have you been rolling through the valley and you see one of the sand people, the people that have that collect all the junk off your front lawn or whatever it is that you're doing? Those trucks, those just POS hoopty pickup trucks. It's a white Ford F100 old school one there with like the two pieces of plywood in the back of it and just junk piled nine feet high. And this song runs through your yeah. head every time. Every hoopty truck that you pass on the highway is this song play. It's the theme music for this song. Nice. That is great stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Give us another here. Give us another. Hunter. Hunter. Hunter? Hunter. That's the Fred Dreyer show, right? Former Los Angeles Ram, New York Giant, Fred Fred Dreyer. Yeah, this is an awful show. I never, I, I can't say I really ever watched it. It ran for a long time. Yeah, it's I don't not, think Fred Dreyer needed to do much after that. It stars the poor person's Linda Carter, Stephanie Kramer. You know with, what? With a, with a P and an F in her name. I hated that. Stephanie. It was, it was S-T-E-P-F-A-N-I-E. Come on, make up your mind how you're going to spell Stephanie. You can't have both. I'm sorry, Stephanie Kramer. You'll never be Linda Carter. Not on any day, not on any time. By the way, this show sucks so hard. The... the, the <laughs> The cop car in it is a POS as well. It's a, it's a, her car was like a, a Dodge Daytona, like, not like a real Daytona, like you would see at right. Daytona. It was like one of those four cylinder Chrysler laser K car piece of junk. Right. What an awful TV show. Why would you even suggest that song, sir? Well, for shame. Uh, for shame guess. to it, you. It showed that a man with a receding <laughs> hairline could star. As an action hero, that ran for eight seasons. It was not good. Yeah, it was like right. a. It was. Uh, I, I think that was the time when uh, Robert Urich was doing Vegas and uh, uh, Lee Majors was doing The Fall Guy. I guess Fred Dreyer was doing Hunter. I think they were all right well, around the same time. I mean, there was a ton of. Them. Oh, I got to mention the one I mentioned earlier, which is a guy who would get the crap beaten out of him every single week. Okay, but still solve the crime. All right, Joe Mannix. Oh. Vince Mannix. 
Joe Mannix. Dan, Dan. This gets into a cool theme here. This is a, this is I think this might be my first my first exposure to the middle-aged private eye yeah. who doesn't really he's not really on his game 100% of the time but still manages to pull it off. Oh, and and gets like, tons of chicks like Columbo yep. and uh, yep. and uh, uh, actually you know this was kind of interesting. His secretary Gail Fisher as Peggy was African American. Highly unusual at the time. Oh yeah, she had a pretty prominent role. Yeah, a big one right there. See, yeah. that wasn't the one I was thinking of. I thought mean, when you said uh, a guy who gets his ass kicked throughout most of the show, but still, <laughs> still solves the crime. Yeah. I immediately thought. <laughs> yeah. This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. You are full of bullshit, my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. Yeah. All right. Jim Rockford, by the way, really didn't want to answer the phone if it went to the machine after two rings. Yes. But that was the theme right there. Nice. All right. Good stuff. So Clarence Williams III died the other day. I think most people would remember him as Prince's mean father in Purple Rain. Uh, if you're under the age of 60, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what most people would know him as. But I remember him mostly as the super cool Link Hayes in the Mod Squad. 1968 it debuted. Ran for like six seasons or so. How cool a TV theme is this? It reminds me of uh, Lost in Space, the exciting Lost in Space, you know, <laughs> at the end of Lost in Space. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, this is when they're being chased through an abandoned mine, of course, with puddles and things like that. I, and, and it's the cleanest abandoned mine you'll ever go through. It I is. Mean, everything is very clean, well-painted, but that's the 60s for you. Yeah. Because they were just like, vivid color. Let's and, use it in everything. And they're being tracked by just one police officer in a suit. Yes. And he's the captain of the squad. Yes, the mine. But he's one of the stars of the show, so he has to be chasing them. Yes, exactly. And then, of course, they join up and become undercover police officers. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's it's a a long running theme of criminals who become cops. But that's a cool that's a cool theme song right there. You know, we don't really have that many TV theme songs anymore because they don't waste time with that anymore. Uh, Usually the the theme song is like a five-second thing. It just says whatever the show is, and then it's done. I think that started to become a thing with Seinfeld. You know, like four notes off the bass, and then the the show started. They would have, in the beginning, they had a longer theme, then they condensed it. Like like Breaking Bad, if you try and think of the theme, it's just a few notes and a little smoke coming up into the air, and that was it. It was lasted about five seconds because they want to get to the meat of the show. You know, it's here's the thing. Um, back in the day, the theme song could actually set the mood for how kick-ass yeah. the show was. Like, I know you like the Mod Squad theme yeah. song, but right around the same time, there was another cop show on called The Rookies. And this was pretty badass. <laughs> Little Jimi Hendrix-style guitar in there. Wah-wah. I bet, this yeah. was a, I bet this was a Quinn Martin production. Yeah, I mean, this is something that Isaac Hayes could have written. By the way, also uh, made up very similar of young 
hip yes, cops. Absolutely. And yep. and a lot like Clarence Williams the third, you had George Stanford Brown, who I got those two confused a lot of the times because they were in a lot of the same movies. Or okay. at least it seemed so. Yes. And of course yeah. you got some early Kate Jackson going on Hell yeah. during the rookies. She was yeah. one of the wives of one of the rookies. Yeah, the rookies was a little before my time. You want my jam? This was my jam. I think it was every Friday night on ABC. <laughs> this SWAT? It certainly is. Okay. Yes. Hondo. Yes. Yes. And with, with the, everybody on this show had perfect hair. <laughs> and this was almost disco. It's almost a disco song. Yeah. Yeah, this was a hit. I think yes. this was a hit this song on the radio. radio song. Yeah. Yeah. This was early Robert Urich. That's right. Yeah, and Rod Perry, who I think used to play football. Robert Urich, there's a there's a dependable TV star. He had like three hit series. Yeah, but this was uh, this was the it was always interesting. Rod Perry was the guy who had to dive through the window and not um, me- and not mess his hair and not mess his hair up. And and again, he does it right at the beginning of the show, which is even <laughs> hilarious. As I say it, he's doing it. And then there was the guy. He was the there was only one guy on the SWAT team that was considered a sniper, and that was the blonde haired blue eyed Aryan looking dude who always got up on the roof and then turned his baseball hat around sure, backward. Of course he did because that was what you needed to do yes. to be a sniper. That's how you identified yourself. That is a cool TV theme, <laughs> I would say. Um, all right, what's what, what's another cool TV theme? The Big Bang Theory. That was a cool one. The Big Bang Theory. Right, in, we're going in a to, different we're going way. way. Yeah, we're going to go away it's from a fun shows. Song. Yeah, here we go. I think that's, that's a... a yeah. That's a cool... Yeah. It's a fun one. I don't like Bare Naked Ladies. Bare so. Naked Ladies yeah. is the band. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty smart, though. Yes, it's clever. Yeah. It's one of those where you have to look up the words because they're going too fast. It's like REM's yeah. Yeah. The End of the world as we know it. Yeah, so. all, all a variation off of subterranean yeah. homesick blues. So I I I love uh, I love that mod squad theme though. That, that to me is completely kick ass. Uh, it is one of those. I mean, look, and it's funny because all of those cop shows back in that day, I think you could identify them immediately by the theme song. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 